This is the Dairy Brothers Tribecast, a podcast for diehard Cleveland Indians fans. Presented to you by WaitingForNextYear.com. Now, here are the hosts, Matt and Todd Derry. Here we go, everybody. Monday, June 14th, time for another edition of the Dairy Brothers Tribecast right here at WaitingForNextYear.com. Thank you for listening and joining us. Of course, we're brought to you by Dr. Ben Hornstein, his crew at the Center for Advanced Dentistry, and BreakingTea.com slash Dairy, best T-shirts around when it comes to your favorite teams. Matt and Todd with you. Tribe takes two out of three from the Mariners over the weekend. Uh, The weekend. And uh, Todd and I saw each other this weekend. That was exciting. Uh, Actually caught some of the uh, Saturday game together, but uh, what a comeback. Uh, Yesterday, you were down there for the uh, Shane Bieber experience, which turned out to be kind of a dud, but... Look, uh, time to beat up on some bad teams. The Indians did take two out of three from Seattle, but now you get the Orioles, you get the Pirates, um, <laughs> and still a lot of questions about where this team is right now after after watching yesterday. You know, yesterday, after Saturday's comeback win, you're going for the sweep. You got Shane Bieber on the mound, and you're thinking to yourself, oh, this is great. We're going to sweep the Mariners after basically not winning. Saturday was all but a lost cause. And yet they came through, and with, with the unbelievable comeback. But you're thinking, "Oh, this is great! I'm gonna, I'm gonna be able to uh, see a sweep." Shane Bieber, Mariners stink, and God, he was—he re- just wasn't good yesterday. <laughs> he was not good, and you know how the—you know how it works with this team when they start the game usually with about, you know, nothing in the first three, four innings. Things just kind of go downhill quickly, and yeah, it was not a fun game to be at. Uh, it was also my first experience of being in yeah, the stadium yeah. with a full crowd. How was that? So, well, here's what I'll say. It was good from a aesthetic standpoint and wonderful that there were, you know, 20,000 people there and the crowd was loud and, you know, it's just, I, I know that I have been vaccinated. I'm double vaxxed. I'm all good. But just like sitting next to a stranger that close just still wasn't, again, it's going to take some time to, but just, you know, I was leaning, I had, I had Brooke with me and she was on the aisle because she's not vaccinated because she's not 12 yet. And, you know, I just was leaning in her direction, you know, and the, the person next to me was a woman. She was, you know, with her two kids and husband and it was fine. But like, you know, it just felt a little strange, but the thing that, it was just I walking into the stadium like normally this year when I've walked into the stadium I walk right in there was like a long line to get in yesterday and yeah and the concession lines were really long and I, I you know I, to get a hot dog it took a long time I was like all right I guess I got to get used to this again but uh you know overall it's just uh, it was a good experience and I'm glad you know the the, the team needs the fans the fans need you know the fans need this we all need this so you know overall it's definitely a good thing it's just you know it took, took me a little time to get used when, to when you when you walked in yesterday were they like were they like billy ray is that you but uh yeah let, let's talk about the obviously the the week that was um uh, i did get to see you in, in columbus over the weekend we got the, the bieber struggles i have no idea who's in this rotation outside of savali and bieber it's it's nuts to think about the pitching factory, and you know who your five starters are always going to be under Tito and Uncle Ruben and Carl Willis, 
And, and this is this is a complete mess. We'll go over the pitching matchups for this week. Four with the Orioles. I like to talk about the Orioles, actually. Uh, uh, Monday through Thursday. Pittsburgh, three games uh, in Pittsburgh. Uh, Tribe Pirates, our friend Brutal Stephanie will be making the trip. Um, I did see that on Twitter. So, uh, uh, how about this? I got a photo of me and Stephanie from the last time the Buckos and the Tribe played in Pittsburgh. When the executive producer and I uh, took one child each, it was on July. It was July fourth. It was years ago. Now that I think about it, but uh, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, do, do, do we have a uh, a college park uh, update from the executive yeah. producer? We'll <laughs> <Make> get Blacksburg. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that coming up next. Uh, no, uh, Bobby Bradley uh, uh, doing well. You know the division is the division over. This is crazy. We got we got a ton to talk about, but. You know, where do you want to start, Todd? I mean, the, the starting pitching, I mean, look, we, we've talked about the offense ad nauseum. We called for Owen Miller two months ago. He's come up and he's hitting like 100. Uh, maybe going down soon when Luplo gets back. Uh, he's someone's got to go. And it's, someone's got to go. He's got to be the odd man down, right? Well, they got to get his confidence back. So you send him back yeah. down, at least let him swing the bat again. He hasn't played in a few days other than, wow. other than pinch hitting. But, you know, you look at it and you go, Man, Bieber had a bad day yesterday. He's going to have a clunker or two that happens. He's not been as sharp um, as maybe he has been the last couple of years. But Aaron Savali has been fantastic. And so it's those two guys. But, like, tonight, you know, here comes J.C. Mejia, who's going to get another start. But he he couldn't get out of the first inning the other night. So, like, it's crazy well, to look up all, and go, yes, what are they going to do? Will, in all fairness to J.C. Mejia, the game against the Cardinals this week he had Yadier Molina struck out. Yes. It was a 3-2 pitch, and it was a definite strike. And if Yadier Molina is – if Tommy Edmond is batting and not Yadier Molina, that's strike three. He ended up getting squeezed, walked in that run to make it one nothing, and then the next Carpenter hit the bases clear and triple, which was the end of, of Mejia. So I'm not going to be worried. I'm not worried about Mejia as of yet. Let's see what he does. The bigger worry is you got Mejia – followed up by Quantrill, and it used to be, you know, with all these days off the Indians have, you know, we're, we're now entering, we've entered this 30 games in 31-day span where the margin for error and playing around with the rotation and three bullpen games a week, you could manipulate it because you had the days off. Well, that's rapidly coming to an end here. So the, Mejia and or Quantrill has to show I mean, you saw Bieber had nothing yesterday, and they had to make sure to get six out of him yeah. because oh, yeah. Tristan McKenzie, who you and I you know, loved the, the last two starts, and he was great. And you and I were watching that in, in, in Columbus at that bar, having some, having some drinks, talking about Cuba, having some food. That's right. Uh, but, yeah, but, uh, <coughs> you know, I, you, you just can't afford to do this. Every reliever, you know, the, the, the non – Ace group, I guess you could say, but then Karinchek pitch, pitched on Saturday. So yesterday, Bieber was like, okay, no matter what, he had, he had given up five runs on ten hits, and, and he just had to get through six because and Trevor Steffen gave two innings yesterday after pitching the day before, so good for him. But uh, we can't afford another day, another, you know, back-to-back days of clunkers. It's just it just can't happen, and it's, a, and it's the biggest problem. You, you know, you and I have talked about this before, we never thought that the biggest problem on the team was going to be how can we get five starters in a week, but it's easily the biggest problem the team has right now. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, look, the offense needs help, and it's needed help all year. There's some guys coming around, including Ahmed Rosario, who I will admit, uh, I said he's just a guy. He's been more than that. I'll, I'll eat it. I'll accept it. Ahmed, baby. Woo! Uh, I mean, look, I'm off his case. I, I, I You know, <laughs> he's not wowing me to the point where I'm going, oh, my gosh, he's our shortstop of the future, but, hey. You have to play him every day, and he's hitting. Ni- he's hitting nicely. He's hitting around 280. I have no issue with him. He should have had the walk off RBI hit the other day, but Cesar Hernandez had no idea where the ball was. Didn't end up mattering. It, it became even more fun uh, with the seawall throwing error. But hey, give Ahmed Rosario credit. He's played well. So some of that is getting fixed. Eddie Rosario's coming around. Ahmed's coming around. That's good. But you're right. It still starts with pitching and catching the baseball. The defense is still atrocious. More bad defense yesterday. And then, you know, but, but again, you you have two pitchers. I mean, until Plesak comes back healthy, who are the four and five guys in this rotation? Who are they going to rely upon as they continue to go? I, you're right. Mejia, at times, especially the first two hitters on Wednesday night in St. Louis, he looked great. And then he just lost it. And then he got squeezed. And then it just was like, oh, my gosh, it's 31 pitches. He's still on a little bit of a pitch count. He's pitched against Baltimore before. He had some success uh, the last time, uh, last week in Baltimore. So he'll pitch again tonight. But then it's like, what else? I mean, they try, they've tried Quantrill, his splits. He's so much better out of the bullpen, but he has to pitch on Tuesday. He won't go long, but he will pitch and start. Then who pitches Thursday? Uh Eli Morgan was supposed know. to Eli Morgan was supposed to start yesterday for Columbus, and they pulled him. But no one said anything yet. So is he pitching Thursday? Because Savali will pitch Wednesday. You know they tried Hentges. They've tried everything, and it just nothing has worked. And you know they tried Logan Allen earlier in the year. McKenzie, give me a break. You know what? It's time to send him to Columbus and keep him down there because this this I gotta say it, Todd. I, well, I just, you know, I wasn't feeling it today, and the fans were there, and I wasn't used to it. What do you, what? Like, what? Huh? You should have been more amped up. He he, he didn't look interested Saturday. So, you know. I, what is that? that? That's an interesting cat. That is for sure. I, 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 listen. And he's, he and I'm not giving up on him. He's young. I like no, him. but of course but, not. Well, of course not. It's so early in his career and his development, and it's going to take some time, and I think we've been spoiled by the fact that, Plesak came up out of nowhere straight from double-A and was great. Savali came up from double-A and was great. You know, Beaver came up immediately was great. I mean, we, we're we now seeing what the majority of Major League Baseball teams see. I mean, look at the Mariners and the crap that they trot out this weekend or the Orioles this week when, when they're what they're going to throw at us. You know, I mean, we've, we've just been spoiled from it, but. Mackenzie was supposed to go down and work himself out. It was just out of necessity that he had to come back up and pitch. And the fact that he actually put together those back-to-back really good starts gave him this other one. Now he's down and has to stay down for 10 days unless there's an injury. But, uh, uh, you know, and he comes up to, to take someone's spot uh, on the injured list, uh, from the injured list. But So he has to stay down, and I think he will. My guess is on Thursday it'll be Sam Hedges unless – the only the only way it wouldn't be, first of all, they said on the on the uh, I was listening uh, on my way home from the game yesterday. Hamilton said before the game, Francona said that there really isn't any options in AAA right now um, to to bring up or from the minors. He said, uh, so it sounds to me like it's got to be Sam. 
But if in the next two days, one of these two starters gets lit up and Sam has to go and pitch two or three innings, then you're really screwed on Thursday. So it's going to be Sam Hentges or a bullpen game. But the bottom line is this. They got two starters and they got three games every, you know, the rest to figure out. So it's it's just so important that Mejia and Quantrill give them at least five. You just got to give them length. We can't keep the bullpen's been so good, and these guys are going to die out there if they, you know, if, if they don't get their act together. Yeah, I, I wonder what happened to Eli Morgan and why he was pulled yesterday. I thought it was because they were bringing him up, but maybe not. I, <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. It's, you know, in bringing a lot of these young players up, we have to remember that there was no minor league season last year. You know, who really has a minor league I was just system? Just going to say that you beat me to it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's um, that it's the truth. I mean, you know, like you said, I, I watch plenty of other teams and they're supposed, you know, Kalenic came up from Seattle and went over 39. You know, I mean, here in here in Michigan, the unnamed team. Oh, wait till Mize and Scooble come up. Woo. You know, I mean, Mize is decent. Scooble's fine, but like they're not lighting the world on fire. It's going to take these people a while. I mean, Owen Miller was hitting 400 at one level, comes up here and he's he can't crack. 130 here. So it's it's unbelievable. And there was a quote that I saw on someone's Twitter. I can't remember who it was. And then Francona said, uh, Tito Francona said the same thing, which was, "There's never been a bigger gap between AAA and the majors, and the majors yeah. than there is right now." Right. Because these minor leaguers, yeah, the, the 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 major league players played a short 60 game schedule last year, but there was no minor league season. So these, these, a lot of these guys missed a huge year of development, and for an organization like ours, it hurts even more because you, you, you know, the Indians are are all about player development, and that's the only way they're going to to compete. So it definitely hurts. Uh, you know, I just, I the Owen Miller thing. You know, all you heard, he was great in the spring. All you hear about was he's a hitting machine. He's a hitting machine. He's so good. He started off 20 for 40, and he's come up and looked so overmatched. I mean, he's 5 for 46 Yeah, yeah. with one extra base hit. I mean, that's 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 bad. I mean, you and I have been – I love you, Chang, the human being, but he's not a great baseball player. But right now, if one of those two's got to go down, I'm sending Miller back down. So at least he could get every day at bats. Yeah, he needs to. He needs to be playing and uh, getting his confidence back. <clears throat> now, when you're sitting down, and and you know, I don't know if he'll play tonight, but with the emergence of Bobby Bradley, there's not a need for Owen Miller every day, and with Ahmed Rosario playing well, so it's crazy. It, it just you know, you're right. They're not going to. These guys aren't coming up from Columbus, whoever they are, and you know. Lighting the world on fire like Zach Meisel did in the Solon Rec League back in the day. You know, that's just not that's that's not happening. And, and so that's where you hope like next year some of these Akron kids and that lineup at Akron led by Tyler Freeman, Will Brennan, all those guys, you know, Nolan Jones has hit a home run in Columbus. You hope next year's the year where it's like they have a full year of the minors, they get to spring training, you know, Gabe Arias, whoever. And then you start to really have these young players come up and, and contribute. But uh, like you said, they, that gap is just so wide. But, hey, Bobby Bradley is one guy, though, Todd. Todd, give him credit. He's done a really nice job. And you could tell with his at-bats 
that he's he's battling. He even the broken bat <clears throat> base hit the other day. You know, he hit a home run on Friday night. So when he's up there, at least he's a threat. But he's also 25-26 now, and he's ready for this. He's had three years of AAA under his belt. So I'm just pissed that they it took so long to bring him up. Yeah, this this was the time. You know, we, again, we, we said this before, but this is the year to find out about these guys. This is the year to find out about Bobby Bradley and Daniel Johnson and the you know the 25, 20, Josh Naylor. You know, these guys that are of of the time where okay, this is their time. Let's see it. Uh, you know, I don't think we're going to see Daniel Johnson. I don't know, or or if we do, it's going to be a while. Um, but uh, you know. It's time, and Bobby Bradley's here. I like that they're playing him every day. Uh, he had some really nice at bats over the weekend. Uh, over the weekend, he had a nice week. Yesterday was, you know, uh, the first at bat he struck out on three pitches was hideous. But that Logan Gilbert looked good yesterday. By the way, he's good. He's, he's very tall. I didn't yeah. realize. He was I mean, tall. he's a he's a first round pick. I mean, he's yeah, he's <laughs> very good. He was very good. And, you know, but the Harold Ramirez uh, emergence has kind of pushed Daniel Johnson off to the side because those are the at-bats that Daniel Johnson would be you mean You mean Big Harold? <sighs> Handsome, hard-hitting Harold? Big Harold. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Do you think Harold Ramirez knows that Matt Underwood calls him Big Harold? Do you think they've talked? I, I mean, I know the media. Guys. I know media is now allowed to talk to the players, like at least on yeah, the field. You know on the field. And, sh- and shout out to uh, our, our friend of the program, uh, uh, Andre Knott, who back on the field this weekend doing interviews. And it's just, it's such a better thing than he's up in the booth with the headphones and the, you know, it's just the interaction because there's always Andre. What where where he really does a great job is. He just his interaction with the player on the field, and he he, it's he fun. Can feel yeah, it's it fun. out. He does a good job with it. You can tell that the players respect him. And, you know, it's it's just such a better thing than being up in the booth and trying to talk down in headphones. So that was you know that was good to see too. You know, that's another return of this weekend besides the fans is having the back of the field. But no, I don't think that he knows that he's Big Harold. Maybe he does. I don't <laughs> but that's but that's a Jensen and Al thing, and yeah, we don't need to. El Pulowski, what a comeback. Uh, Matt Derry, Todd Derry, it's the Derry Brothers Tribecast at uh, waitingfornextyear.com. Thank you for listening. Tribe and Orioles start tonight, four-game series, and then three in Pittsburgh, which means NL rules for the weekend uh, in the uh, – how many – over, under, how many times Underwood says Steel City this weekend? Seven? Eight? Seven and a half? S-City? S- I thought that was Souvenir City. But he'll say Steel City. Like he'll say, what you know, about, uh, oh, 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 as in, okay, as in ST. Like when they, they play in Detroit, yeah, it's, it's in the Steel City. Okay. Tribe, tribe is, tribe is walloping the Tigers here in Motown. Shy Town. Indians will play them in front. <laughs> I'm saying he will say the words Steel City. I have the over under this weekend. It's over seven and a half. Seven and a half. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um, let's, let's, uh, let's focus. Um, you were there yesterday. Yes, I for was. the Jake Bowers revenge game. You knew it was coming. It was just a matter of what day it was. You know, I made the mistake of, I took a photo. He wants to be on the screen. I have a picture on the scoreboard. And if you do a picture and it's hashtag all our CLE, they put you on the scoreboard, which they show like five pictures a game. So we take this photo and and uh, I, I send it out from the, uh, 
the show account and it says, we're just here for the Jake Bowers over four or to see Jake Bowers do his thing as in go over four. And it's, <laughs> he laces a double, hits two deep fly balls and walks. He reached base twice in front of me and he hit the ball hard three times. Yeah. When he, uh, <clears throat> it was nauseating. Oh, and <laughs> he also started that inning ending, uh, Three, double, six, yeah, three, the double, double play, play on Jose. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I booed him. You know, it's funny. I didn't boo him this first time up because, you know, it, it's it, Ags texted me. He's like, "Oh, are you gonna? Are you and Brookie gonna go and and boo uh, Jake Bowers like your dad would or something like that?" And my response was, I, "I'm not gonna boo him because it's not his fault that he stinks and the team just gave him too too many at bats, right? Like that's not on him." No, I mean, he is, I mean he is. Is, is he is he even worth booing? It's not like, I mean, I mean, I booed him after he got the uh, the the hit the first time up because I was annoyed by the fact that he swung at the first pitch and, and hit a rope off him. When they introduced when they introduced him, did anybody cheer? Like I know it was Sunday. Nobody so it wasn't... booed the first time up. I heard boos every other time after that. Interesting. And I yelled hunger strike at the top of my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> you just knew one of these games. You didn't figure it'd be against Shane Bieber, but you knew just one of these games he would have he would have a decent day. I thought he'd hit a home run at some point over the weekend, but he didn't. The fact that Seattle picked him up, what does that tell you about Seattle? You know? Like just we even got a player to be named later and some cash for him. They like, played him in the outfield uh over the weekend too. I didn't he, know. He, he was in right field, I think, on Saturday. Oh, okay. I didn't notice that. I just knew he played yeah. all three days because we, you know, we had all right-handers going. That's all we have. And, but exactly. Um, and well, and well, not well, besides Sam. And then now, uh, you know, yesterday, Mitch Haniger. Let's talk. Let's talk a little Mariners inside baseball. So in the first inning, Mitch Haniger lined one right off his leg, went down immediately. It had to be. I haven't seen. It had to be serious because he immediately was taken off the field. Like, normally these guys, you know, they hit one off their knee, they, they try to walk it off. He couldn't put any weight on it, and they immediately took him off the field. And he was replaced by uh, Jake Fraley, who hit that... He oh, he did. Destroyed he he, he crushed round. it. Yeah, yeah. Fraley's the one that made yeah. that catch against the unnamed team this week uh, over the fence. He, he had a good week, that kid. <laughs> Do I know how great my daughter is? She showed it to me on... MLB's TikTok. The catch? Yes. She knew about that? This is the guy, not 30 seconds before this podcast started, she showed me on her phone. This is the guy that the home run last night. Or yesterday. (laughs) Oh, she's hardcore, man. Yes, she is. I love that. Hardcore. Yep. That's great. Yes, sir. Speaking of hardcore, if you want a dentist who's hardcore about everything from Cleveland sports to being vigilant about teeth cleaning and providing a warm and friendly environment, you got to check out the Center for Advanced Dentistry and Dr. Ben Hornstein and his partner, the great Dr. Sean Schlesinger. If you're looking for that dentist, go to CFAD.net or call them at 216-595-1710 and they'll take care of you. Again, anything from a routine cleaning to smile reconstruction, full mouth makeover, they're going to give you many reasons to come in, take care of them, and come back for more. Even if you want to just go in there and shoot the shit with Doc, he'll do it. Dr. Ben will talk to you about anything under the sun, especially if it's Cleveland Sports. So, again, check him out at CFAD.net or give him a call at 
595-1710 and let them know that the Gary brothers sent you. Now, Matt, yesterday when I went to the game, yeah, you know what shirt I, you know what shirt I was wearing? The John Rocker jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I I saw two of those yesterday on, on my feed. Good. Yes, I did. I took two pictures. The fact that one one jag off decided that wearing a John Rocker jersey was funny was one thing, but two in the same game I saw. How about what that? What is wrong with people? That's crazy. Didn't you are Didn't you also see a Frank Herman jersey? I did. The I need that. I need that. I know. That was a good one. The pride of Harvard wore the glasses. He was good for a minute, Frank. Yeah, Herman. like two he seconds. He was like our fifth or sixth guy, and he was pretty good. Number 56. Number 56. That's right. Loved it. But That's yeah, awesome. The t-shirt, I, the t-shirt I wore was my Uncle Brian and the rest of the boys Breaking Tea t-shirt from Breaking Tea. Dude, you and I, so you and I met up uh, with our <clears throat> with our mom and a bunch of people, uh, well, not a bunch of people, but my daughter and everybody else. <clears throat> Excuse me, in Columbus, and uh, we were at uh, what Easton Town Center? Is that what? It was, what yes, the... we were. And let me tell you, that place rules. <laughs> Shout out to Easton. A lot of that place is awesome. They need that here in Cleveland. And, and you know, outdoor mall, indoor mall, the whole thing. And uh, Reese and I are walking to the car after we say goodbye to you guys, and this guy walks by me in a Cleveland baseball team T-shirt. That's also at breakingtea.com slash dairy the Cleveland collection. So. Uh, we're seeing breaking t-shirts all over the place. Breaking tea t-shirts all over the place. You had your Uncle Brian and the boys shirt, like I said. The Cleveland baseball team won the blue with the red lettering. Get your Franimal shirt. Get the Jose Ramirez shirts. There's a couple of different ones. Really, it's the best place to go to get your gear. You know, yesterday was this big, uh, jar- was it the Jarvis Landry softball game? Or was that Saturday? Yes, it was Saturday. Yeah, and, and, and you know, perfect time to be rocking your now that it's hot outside, you want to support the Browns, Cavs, Indians, whomever, go to BreakingTea.com slash Dairy, D-E-R-Y. That takes you directly to the Cleveland Collection, and you can get all of your stuff there. Um, you know, there's talk about the, the name. I don't even want to do that topic today. But the Bring Back the Spider shirt, there, there's so many different shirts there that you can get. And if you're not a Cleveland fan and you want to, maybe you're you know, like the Padres or you're into the NBA playoffs, NFL, whatever it is, their stuff there is great. So go to breakingtea.com slash dairy, D-E-R-Y. That takes you right to the Cleveland Collection. Uh, thanks to our friends at Breaking Tea for supporting this show. Um, you know, you, you brought up something yesterday about the White Sox. They just uh, swept um, in in Detroit over the weekend. Not a surprise. Uh, and did it with ease. Rodon nearly threw another no-hitter yesterday. Got squeezed. Totally. He threw a he threw a two 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 curve to Haas, former Indian, who actually hasn't been horrible. And uh, it was like right down the middle. They just the umpire missed it. And then the next pitch, or two pitches later, Haas hits a double, but Rodon nearly had the no hitter. But here are the White Sox, Todd, we're five and a half out. That's the biggest lead in any of the divisions in baseball. Um they're really good. I mean, do you look up and say they're uncatchable now and the Indians need to be playing for the wild card? Because the wild card isn't easy either because, quite honestly, Houston's playing well. Boston's really good. The Jays are coming around. Um, so it's it's going to be difficult to make the playoffs, let's be honest. It is. And you know what? The, the White Sox are doing this with a banged-up lineup. You know, they're pitching the way the Indians were supposed to be pitching. Uh, Lance Lynn's been unbelievably good for them. 
Carlos Rodon was going to be their fifth starter, and he's he could win the Cy Young. Uh, his been, ERA is under two. Yeah, as a and starter, he's been un- and, and he's throwing harder than he's ever thrown before. It's actually, if he wasn't on the White Sox, I would probably be like, you know what? I mean, it is. It's a really nice story. I mean, they're other than the fact that their manager is that jackass Tony Larusa, the genius. They're 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 actually a likable group. I mean, they, they have really good young talent, and they, you know, they spent when the time was right. And am I going to say that they're uncatchable? I mean, look at this. Their run differential, best in the American League, best in all of baseball at plus one hundred six. You know what the Indians' run differential is? I know we're I know we're in the red. I know we're minus minus eight. So we're, we're five and a half games back. The Indians are lucky to be five and a half games back, the, 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 to be honest. White Sox are 25 and 11 at home, which is also pretty incredible. But I don't think they're catchable. I don't. I mean, the, the Indians, listen, you know that you and I, we both bleed for this team. The way that things are going, I, you, you're going to have to have the, the White Sox get into a prolonged slump, and the Indians are going to have to get some sort of a streak going. It doesn't seem like they can put together more than like seven. You know, they had the nice streak at the beginning, you know, about a month ago. But do you see them ever going more than, you know, five out of seven or, you know, six out of ten, you know, seven out of ten? I, mean, I, I don't see an eight game winning streak in their future, you know, or, or, or something like that. So they are going to be hard to catch. And to your point, looking at the wild card standings, you know, Boston is is hot. They've slowed down a little bit. Houston's playing good ball. These teams don't lose. And the the Blue Jays are t- knocking the cover off the ball. They're 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 a game and a half right now. It's Red Sox are a game and a half for the one seed of the the, the first wild card. Top Houston, wild card. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And we're a game and a, the Indians are are third currently a game and a half back, but nipping at their heels is the Blue Jays and the Blue Jays are I mean, do you see what they did to Boston yesterday? They put up 18 runs, they had eight homers. Vladimir Guerrero's uh, approaching 20 home runs. I mean, they're they're one through five, and we 20, saw it. He's not approaching. He's got 20. Oh no, he has 21. Does he? That's <laughs> yeah. that's crazy. Last I looked, yeah. he had 19. But I mean, they're one through five is sick, and then they're getting Springer back soon. They're doing yeah. all of this without George Springer. Come on, that's yeah, pretty good. That's, that's, you know, I'll still take that, our pitching over theirs and our bullpen over theirs. But geez, I but mean, when, these are when good they teams came in here. Yeah, but when they came in here and and just racked us around, I mean, I, I know one that that one game was rain and whatever, and then they ended up splitting the doubleheader. But you just look at their team compared to the Indians, and it's amazing that the Indians have a better record than them. To be honest, I mean, it's it's wild. But yeah, I don't think the White Sox are catchable. I mean, maybe you disagree with me. I I just I don't see it happening. Well, I mean, like you said, no Robert, no Eloy, no Madrigal now for two three months. Um, it's a lot. And yet they still continued. Their depth is is better than the Indians, and it's not you know, when the Indians are calling up. Guy, Yu Chang is a Triple A player. Okay, he's a four A player. Owen Miller had to come up from Triple A. You know, here's Bobby Bradley, looking good, but again, we don't know yet. When the White Sox lose guys, they they have Andrew Vaughn, they have Billy Hamilton, they have um, uh, we have uh, Billy Hamilton <laughs> for like two seconds. Um, Who's the other kid? Adam Engel. Adam Engel's a big league bat. He is. Yeah. The Indians don't have that. And it's and it's Leori Garcia. That's another one who, who right. plays on the record. Leori Gar- Garcia is a bit player for them that plays a few days a week at different spots. 
He would be every day in the Indians lineup. Not even close. So, like, that's the problem. And while the tribe battles and you look up and go, man, you know, even before yesterday, you're going, we're seven over 500. We're in decent shape. And I do think they'll be in this race the whole year. It's not like the Indians suck. They're going to get Plesak back. They're going to get Roberto back that they need. Although Rene Rivera, we didn't bring up his name, hit a, had a monster shot off the wall Saturday. Uh, and, you know, for a third catcher that's 37, that was some kind of some kind of at bat. But yeah, that's all you can that's all you can ask for. But, him. He's been fine. But yeah. you're right. Day in and day out, you look up and you go, man, the White Sox offense. You know, Jose Abreu is an MVP type or was uh, last year. I mean, Tim Anderson. They got some studs, and our stud is Jose Ramirez. And then you kind of hope and pray that somebody steps up. There's just not enough depth in that lineup, and. That's that's a problem. <laughs> On top of the fact that any of these days, and the, you know, the reason why our run differential is minus eight is because the pitching, when there's been bad pitching and they get blown out, we don't win a lot of nine, eight, eight, seven games. You know, the other day, we don't, we don't win any nine, eight. eight Saturday's seven. game was a bit of an anomaly. That was six, five or five, four, five, four. So that was a bit of an anomaly. But uh, there's just not enough. There's not enough, and that. Disappointing, certainly, but ho- you know, hopefully, hopefully they get they need Franimo back, and it's going to be another what month? You think three weeks? You haven't heard anything yet, so that's not a good sign when you don't hear anything. You know what I mean? Well, it's not a bad sign, but normally it's like, hey, uh, uh, you know, he's going to start swinging a bat next week. We haven't heard that yet. So, I mean, you, you've heard that Plesac's going to start throwing, and that Roberto's you know hand is, has been a little bit better, but. Uh, or, or thumb, but uh, yeah, you hear nothing about Fran Beal. So, you know, it's it's imperative that one guy in particular gets going, and he's really in a slump, and that's Josh Taylor. Yeah, last we looked, what, four for his last 28? Terrible at bat against uh, Misevich yesterday. Just struck him out on a high fastball that was like over his head. Um, I love Josh Taylor. He tries Taylor. so hard. He does, he but does. like... Yeah. When he's taking it the other way, but again, you know, who outside of Jose and I guess Cesar Hernandez is hitting home runs? That's the other thing. Not a lot of power in that lineup right now. Bobby Bradley has it. It's a matter of whether it, you know, it will move from Columbus to Cleveland. Yeah. This is the week to do it. This is the week to do it. Exactly. I mean, Harold, you know, it, it's it is what it is, but you're counting on Harold Ramirez to like really be a key cog in his offense. And if, if I told you at the beginning of the year, hey, uh, uh, Harold Ramirez is going to be a really really important guy for this team, you'd be like, what? <laughs> so again, they're 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 counting on a bunch of guys that you just hope that it's going to work. Um, but Naylor has been given the chance to be an everyday player, and he's been hot and cold and hot and cold, and you know made made a couple bad plays at first base yesterday when they played first. You know, and I really want to like Naylor, and I do like him. Like, thank God Ahmed Rosario's been stepped up a little bit. You know, he's he's done a really nice job uh, over these last six weeks. But, uh, you know, if, if, if Bradley or Naylor or both could get going, you know, it's just it, we, we, we say it over and over again, but it's like this offense is like revolved around Let's sit here and wait for front for uh, uh, Jose Ramirez to do something. <laughs> you know, that's the whole thing. So it's just it's tough. No, it is, and and uh, we'll see where this thing goes this week. Um, I mean, 
you're facing the second worst team in baseball in Baltimore and the third worst team in baseball in Pittsburgh, I'm pretty sure. I know Arizona's the yeah. worst. Arizona's terrible. The Orioles, by the way, have lost 15 straight road games. Are you aware of that? 15 straight on the road. Oh, great. Looking forward to them coming in. <laughs> <laughs> and they beat, and of course, beat the Indians 2 out of 3 in Baltimore. And then Pittsburgh has lost 7 in a row overall. So, like, you know, we're facing some teams that are just dog shit right now. So, time to beat up on them. Let's go over the uh, the pitching matchups and wrap this thing up. Uh, what, what days are you going this week, by the way? Uh, I'm only going on Wednesday. I was there yesterday, yesterday and Wednesday. Well, you'll they're be... back out of town over the weekend. So, I may, well... I may go Thursday afternoon, too. <laughs> Come no, on. Wednesday. You'll Let's be there. Say I'm go- All right, I'm going Wednesday and Thursday. And Thursday. All right. <laughs> so tonight, uh, of course, the 24-year-old J.C. Mejia gets another shot at it. Uh, here's who's pitching for Baltimore. Are you ready for this? They're bringing up from, I think it's Norfolk. Norfolk? What is it? Is it Norfolk or Norfolk? Remember Virginia. Dad used to say that joke? Uh, have you ever heard the uh, Norfolk State fight song? We don't drink, we don't smoke, Norfolk, Norfolk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but pitching for the Orioles tonight, it hasn't been announced officially, but I was doing some Twitter research and looking up uh, Rock Kabatko and Dan Connolly and these guys that have covered the Orioles for like 30 years. Um, what about Peter Schmuck? Is he still around? I don't believe so. I don't believe so. And then there was, he was the a big honk. He was a big honk for Uncle for the, for Yes, he, he was. Modell. He was always defending Modell. To hell with Modell. Rest in peace. We want Greece. <laughs> we want Greece. <laughs> uh, pitching for the Orioles tonight is none other than Dean Cosmo Kramer. Do you know that Dean Kramer was bar mitzvahed in Israel? What? Yes, he's Jewish. Hard, <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> this is show research, baby. What do you mean? We're, uh, Wikipedia. Dude, I'm all over I've it. I've never heard of Dean Kramer. Kramer, get out of here, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that, but he is. But (laughs) I'm glad you can make yourself laugh. laugh. (laughs) Uh, Dean Kramer, K R E M E R, was bar mitzvahed in Israel and lives in Israel two months out of the year. It's all on Wikipedia. Because I was looking it up, and I'm like, oh yeah, he pitched earlier in the year and he was bad. I'm like, yeah, I'll look it up a little bit. Next thing you know, it's all like stuff about how he's on the Israeli national team and he's real religious. So, all right, good, good, uh, good Yontif tonight to uh, <laughs> Dean Kramer. We can say it; we're yes, Jewish. Yes, uh, we can. Yes, we can. We're allowed. Uh, Cal Quantrill on Tuesday against Matt Harvey. I mean, if you can't beat Matt fucking Harvey, then you don't deserve to like be in the playoffs. I can't believe he's still in baseball, let alone Remember starting. Last year we played. Uh, the Orioles, and we just destroyed him. Or no, it was two... I was there. It must have been two years ago. Was he on the Orioles? Oh, no, he was on the Royals. He was on Kansas right? City. Kansas after City. the Yeah, yeah after I the Mets. I went to the game. It was two years ago. I'll never forget. I don't think he got out of the first. He was so bad. And I remember he walked off, and whoever I was with, I was like, this is sad. I think this is the end of his career. I think we just saw the last time he's ever going to pitch. This guy was supposed to be... Oh, the Dark Knight. Way good. The Dark Knight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he just is so – I can't believe he's still going. It's pretty amazing. Wednesday, Aaron Savali, you'll be there against a tribe killer from last week, Keegan Aiken, the lefty. Oh, that means i got to see Yu Chang play first base. Okay, yeah. And then uh, – well, not necessarily. Yeah, that guy destroyed us. We had nothing. That was the old – that was the old, like, 90 – late 90s, early 2000s 
throw the obscure lefty at us and we have nothing for it. It was, this, it was exactly what that was. Ugh, that was gross. And then Thursday, of course, undetermined at this time for the Indians and the Orioles pitch uh, righty Jorge Lopez. He pitched against us uh, the day we got smashed. It was Sunday, yeah. 18 to 5 or whatever it was. Yeah. Yep. Then, uh, then they go to Pittsburgh, of course. Uh, the Thursday game is a day game. And then Friday night, uh, Shane Bieber against Chad Cool, a former member of uh, Team D's. Uh, he's a righty. J.C. Mejia on Saturday against something named Will Crow. Have you heard of him? I haven't. Right-hander. No, I haven't. I and then really is Pittsburgh's like, best. With an E, like Trevor? Or... Yes, spelled like Trevor, okay. yes. Yeah, I, I, no, I do not know him. Uh, and then I'm not familiar with his work. No, and then Sunday, I think Pittsburgh. This has been pretty much their best starter, JT Brubaker. His yeah. ERA is under four against. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I guess it would be Quantrill Sunday. Um, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, you know that's that's what we're going to see. So only one no lefty this week. This week. Right. No excuses this week. None. 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 If we if we go out and lay a giant egg. <sighs> I'm going to be very upset next Monday. Do we have a guest, by the way, next Monday? Oh, you gosh. You don't have to say who it is, but can, can you tease? Do we have a guest? Or am I We're going to hit the minor league system. Uh, who really f- has a minor league system? <laughs> That's right. Come, what's up? Talk to me. We are going to uh, we're gonna head, We are heading to Columbus next week. That's all I'll say. Oh, yeah. So we will back have a guest. Weekends we'll be heading to Columbus. Me and you. We'll have it. Uh, we'll have a uh, next Monday. We will get a Clippers update. So we'll leave it at that. But uh, can I just say before we go, uh, shout out to you uh, and your daughter for for uh, the, the great idea of meeting in Columbus, and uh, it was great. And and shout out to that bar. I don't remember the name that we were sitting in the outdoors. They they, they put on the tribe game for us. Big, yeah, big screen, the whole thing. It was great. <laughs> In the sh- in the shade, it was perfect. In the shade, yes, it was a key, and had a couple of uh, adult beverages. Adult be- high noons. <laughs> Leah, yes, your wife and I, uh, yes. uh, we uh, imbibed on a, a couple of high noons. I had the mule. Even mom had a sip of an alcoholic beverage. Oh, uh, don't don't out don't out her now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had the mule, a Moscow mule, uh, in the in in the copper cup, uh, copper glass, in honor of. Uh, the mug in honor of the executive producer, yeah. producer executive Jeremy. Producer's drink. That's right. You know. Stuff. So. Hope. By the way, shout out to the entire uh, executive producer clan who's probably listening to this on their way home from the uh, college visitation tour of uh, the DMV. So, uh, hope I hope it was a good time. <laughs> Tribe and babes. Try not to kill each other in the car. Tribe and you know what? Tribe and babes. Uh, that's right. <laughs> what more could you ask for? What more could a woman ask for? <laughs> oh man, what do you think of that look? By the way, of the bartender, the woman with the she had the Sinead O'Connor look with I the shaved head. You want to know something weird? She's cute. She was cute. It. She was cute. I kind of dug it. The short hair, I I liked it on her. I don't think it would work for everybody, but I liked it on her. There you go. All right, that'll do. <laughs> That'll do it. I don't know where this is heading. That'll do it for the uh, Dairy Brothers Tribecast on a Monday, June 14th. Get some. Let's get some wins this week. I mean, what, five, four and two minimum? Minimum? Yes. I, I will accept nothing less than that. I mean, it would be five and one or six and oh, it would be great. I mean, these this Baltimore team is – and Cedric Mullins, just lob, lob the ball way outside or roll it. Or yeah, hold I, up four I, I, fingers I before he even gets to the gets to the on deck circle, like or to the batter's he is a box. Member of, he is a member of ten percent capacity, so 
I could use some hits. No, no. Not against uh, – hopefully in a 9-1 game he hits a solo home run yes, a la Johnny P like or Brooke Jacoby. So. Yes. All right, uh, that'll do it for us. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you again next week. Hi, this is comedian and writer, and let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotas, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag, but let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. Yeah, yeah. right? And, yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripotis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you, people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.